Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for April 1st, 2021. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com and my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. Um, Because there's no UFC show this weekend, uh, we're going to skip this week and uh, do two weeks next week or something like that. Like I said, there's no UFC show this weekend. Okay, that's because it's Easter weekend and all that. All right, uh, doing this at uh, around 7 p.m. in the evening, uh, Eastern time, uh, uh, decided I wanted to watch the uh, Toronto Blue Jays opener against the New York Yankees, and the Blue Jays won, yay! But anyways, let's get to business here. A couple of new videos up on the blog. The first one is from last week's NXT show. It is um, uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai versus... Um, Io Shirai and um, that new girl, whatever the hell her name is, uh, Zoe Stark. That's right. And it, you know, it, there's nothing wrong with the match. It's a time waster because what they're trying to do is build up to uh, Io Shirai defending the um, NXT Women's Championship against Raquel Gonzalez next week. And so they're kind of killing time right now, but I think the build has actually been pretty good. Um, after this match is over, because the match really, who cares? After this match is over, uh, Raquel puts Io through the broadcast table. Or slams her on it, I guess. It doesn't actually break. Um, so, you know, every time they do this, they try and make it look like Io is getting murdered. <laughs> when, of course... Uh, she keeps coming back. So on, on last night's uh, NXT, uh, there were like four segments, okay? And and in the first segment, Io basically confronts her, attacks her, and then she gets slammed. And then after uh, um, Raquel beats Zoe Stark, uh, Io comes out again, and she gets slammed again. And the third time, she's doing a back, Raquel's doing a backstage interview, and Io basically comes up to her and says, I will not die. <laughs> so Raquel basically puts her through a wall. And I listen, obviously it was mocked up, but the point what they're trying to show, obviously, is that Io is insane. <laughs> well, I already knew that, okay? So she puts her through a wall, and then at the end of the show, after the main after the uh, main event is finished, Io comes out to the ring and demands that Raquel come out. So they have a pull apart and all that kind of stuff, and the women's locker room em- empties out, and there's officials out there and everything like that. And in the end, Io does a springboard leap or crossbody or whatever you want to call it to take everyone out. So the whole idea here, listen, we know that Raquel has got a big size advantage, but EO will not die, okay? And, and I mean, it, listen, listen, EO is very talented. There's no question about it. But her greatest talent is taking insane bumps and doing insane moves. So... You know, this is going to be the main event of next of next Wednesday's uh, NXT 
uh, takeover show. Um, it's a two-part show, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, the Wednesday show will be on the USA Network in the U.S., uh, Sportsnet 360 in Canada. The Thursday show will be on the uh, WWE Network, uh, which in the U.S. now, I guess, is on Peacock. I don't get Peacock up here. But um, this will be, this match will main event the first night. And I know what EO wants to do. She wants to steal the show. That's what... Listen, she's like that. Asuka's like that. That's what they're interested They don't give a shit about winning or losing. They care about stealing the show. So what she's going to do is she's going to take crazy bumps. She's already taken a bunch of crazy bumps. You'll notice it doesn't... She comes back from it. I'm sure she's sore, but... She knows what the, she knows how to do things, and like I said before about that match, if they're sit moving EO up to the main roster, I think she will drop the belt. But if they're keeping her down at NXT, they're not going to have her drop the belt. You know, people are underestimating fans are underestimating her just because Raquel is so big. But you know what? EO has fought has wrestled Charlotte Flair. She's wrestled Rhea Ripley, and she has um, uh, held her own with all of them, you know? So she doesn't care. I mean, this goes back many years. I mean, I remember watching her beat the crap, you know, beat up uh, Alpha Female. Remember her? Well, that was in stardom back in around uh, 2015 or thereabouts. This girl's a tiny little girl, okay? But she's no pushover by any means, all right? Okay, now let's talk about Asuka a little bit here because, uh, of course, uh, she was back on TV last week. And um, uh, this week they did um, one of these contract signings, which I hate. And um, uh, I can't stand them. So uh, what the end result was is they're going to do... Rhea and Asuka are going to team up to do... um, a tag team match against the ch- tag team champions, uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jack. So it's the usual. I mean, this is such a time waster. So this is going to lead, obviously, to Asuka defending uh, the Raw Women's Championship against Rhea Ripley on the Sunday of WrestleMania. The Sunday of WrestleMania. It's two days. Saturday, Sunday. Okay? Both are on the WWE Network. And, you know, I expect Asuka to win. I don't think she'll be losing this time. they got to give her a win at WrestleMania at some point. And this might be a good, this is going to be a good time to do it. But it'll be a very competitive match. Asuka has wanted to work with Rhea for many years, for like about three, four years. She saw, spotted her. She said, that's a girl I want to work with. So she's really happy to work with her. And uh, Rhea uh, has been a big admirer for Os- of Asuka for many years. Uh, she said in an interview that uh, she went to Japan in 2015, and she uh, Asuka was on a show that she was on, and uh, she very much enjoyed watching her at the time. It, you know, Rhea was 17 years old at the time. Just for, so you know... When she actually went over there was, um, first of all, it was under a real name, Demi Bennett. And she worked, it was in the spring of 2015, which um, uh, she was 17 years old. She primarily worked for um, 
Diana, which is owned by uh, Kyoko Inoue and uh, Karu Ito, and so I'm sure she trained quite a bit with uh, Karu. And uh, Asuka didn't work for them. She was freelancing at the time, had her own company, Kanapro. She worked for some other companies. A company, she, uh, uh, Rhea did appear on a couple of shows by the CMLL-owned uh, Rina, and Asuka would have been on uh, probably both of those shows, I would imagine. Um, now, another thing you want to check out is um, Asuka did a video on her YouTube channel um, talking about her dental surgery. She had it last week, and um, I highly recommend you check that out because uh, she goes into, uh, uh, she, she actually goes there, uh, she goes in there, you don't see the surgery or anything like that, but what you do see is uh, the you know her talk about it and the results of it and all that sort of thing. The, the end result is she's going to have um, uh, temporary uh, teeth for um, six months when the whole thing is healed. Like she had to have surgery and everything. She says she went to three different dentists, you know, to get this done. Uh, in six months, she's going to have uh, permanent implants uh, uh, once it's all healed and everything like that. But you know, she, she's tough. What can I say? You know, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Like I said, I think uh, it would be nice to give her a win at WrestleMania. Okay, let's uh, just a uh, quick note on AEW. Um, Hikaru Shida, the women's champ, she appeared on uh, last night's show. She was, she, they had her tagging with uh, Tay Conti, who... Uh, you know, a lot of these fanboys have the hots for her. I think she's okay, but nothing special. She used to be at NXT, and, and I'm not exactly sure what happened there, except that, you know, things... The, it didn't end well for her. She ended up getting released. I'll put it to you that way. Okay, so, but she... I mean, she's okay. I don't think she's that good. You know, uh, I think she's... They like her because of her looks and stuff like that. The interesting thing about the, uh, the tag team match that they had last night is uh, Hikaru wore a gi. And she said that it's the first time she's worn a gi since she was a kid training in judo. And um, what she, like she didn't wear her usual, um, her usual robe and that was to match uh, Te Conti. The reason she did that the reason the reason she did that is because she likes to wear matching outfits with where when she's in the tag team. It's not the she she used to do that in Japan with when she was teaming with uh, Suri. Uh, they wore different outfits than what they would normally wear as singles wrestlers. So that's something she likes to do. Um, the match itself was yeah, pretty chaotic. I, I get a little tired of all these uh, factions that they have in in AEW. I can't really tell one from the other. They're all the same to me. And, um, you know, the, the match was uh, Hikaru and Teikante against uh, Nyla Rose and um, the Bunny. The Bunny used to be known as Ali in um, Impact Wrestling. And she's really not much of a wrestler from what I could tell. Um, they did some Mishigasa again with, uh, with uh, um, uh, Hikaru's kendo stick. I just... The match was pretty bad. The match was pretty bad. It's hard to save a match like that because none of them know what they're doing, except for Hikaru. Um, so as of April 13th, 
Uh, NXT will be on Tuesday on both USA and, um, and um, Sportsnet 360. In, and on Wednesday, uh, AEW will continue. It'll be on TNT in the US and um, TSN in Canada. So at least they won't be on at the same time, which is good for me because it means I can watch them both live. Okay, let's move on to uh, last Saturday's UFC show. We had one women's match on the show. One of the matches was canceled because uh, Hannah Goldie tested positive for um, uh, COVID-19. But the match that we did have was um, uh, Miranda Maverick uh, beat... um, Miranda Maverick beat um, uh, Jillian Robertson uh, by unanimous decision. And, and the basic problem uh, with this, uh, the basic problem with this uh, match, just a second here, I wanted to. The basic problem with this match is that, um, you know, Miranda won the match. She uh, lives, she uh, goes to school at Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia. She trains at the House of Muay Thai. Uh, Coaches there are Jake Chamberlain, but I think the main coach that she trains with is former UFC and WEC featherweight uh, Mackin Samerzier. So he last fought for the UFC in 2012. So uh, the UFC signed her after she won one of those uh, Invicta one-night tournaments. So um, she won her UFC debut in October, and um, with Jillian, she's been in the UFC for a while now. She's from Niagara Falls, Ontario, trains in Florida with Dean Thomas. She's a wrestler. Her striking isn't good enough to get her where she needs to be in, uh, you know, on the ground. She has talent, but she needs to win fights. And that is the big problem here is that in round one, uh, Miranda took Jillian down and Jillian couldn't get out of it. And so she won round one. In round two, is kind of the opposite. Jillian took her down. Um, I thought she won the round 10-9, but uh, Miranda had some offense at the end, and so they she stole the round with two of the three judges, which is just absurd. In the third round, similar to round one, and I thought Miranda won the, won the round, so I thought she won uh, the fight 29-28. You know, so it, it was okay. I mean... Jillian really needs to win fights. I mean, I don't know how long how long they're going to allow her to be in the UFC. Okay. Now, like I said, there's no UFC show uh, this weekend. What we do have is a Bellator show uh, tomorrow night. And I want to before I talk about the match that I want to talk about, um, uh, I want to talk about uh, Bellator TV. Okay. So Bellator in the U.S. is now on Showtime. So uh, previous to that, I mean, it used to be on Spike TV and then the Paramount Network. And then for reasons that I don't understand at all, they moved it back in the fall to uh, CBS Sports Network. So the problem with that, at least for me, here in Canada, we get the Paramount Network. But uh, though the CBS Sports Network is available to cable companies up here, most of them don't carry it because, quite frankly, it's lame as hell. So... I don't know why they changed it. It wasn't necessary. They moved it now to Showtime. This is the first time on Showtime. So, you know, Viacom being aware that Showtime is in the U.S. only, um, they have decided to make 
uh, tomorrow night's show um, free for international viewers on their YouTube channel. So if you're interested in watching the Bellator show, including the prelims, that's going to start, I think, at 6 p.m. on their YouTube channel. So the main show starts at 9. And uh, the first match on the main part of the card is uh, a women's match. It is at flyweight. It is uh, Kanawatnabi versus uh, Alejandra Lara. So uh, uh, Kana uh, is from uh, Japan, of course. Uh, she was under contract to Ryzen. Now, she fought for Bellator uh, at the end of uh, December 2019. That was part of the, uh, you know, working agreement that Bellator has with Ryzen. But, you know, Bellator doesn't really need her. There aren't enough flyweights, you know, to any kind of flyweight division or Ryzen. So they allowed her to leave, and she's now under contract to Bellator. So this is her first fight as a Bellator fighter. And I don't believe she's done any training in the U.S. I mean, she's built. This girl is muscular. She is built, okay? I just don't think... I just, the only thing I question with her is has she fought decent enough competition to be successful in Bellator? I don't know. I think she'll win the fight on, on tomorrow night, but I don't know. So her opponent here, Alejandra Lara, has been in uh, Bellator for a while. She's from Colombia. I would say to you that she's more dancer than fighter. You know, she's had mixed success, but let's face facts. She's lost to Elena May McFarlane and to the current champ, Juliana Velasquez. So she's lost both those fights. I mean, she's looking to get back in the title picture if she can win this fight. Is she a good fighter? I've seen her a couple of times. Eh. <laughs> she's, she's nothing special. So I think the idea here is to build up Kana to a possible title shot. I mean, there's no question Kana looks great. The question is, let's see if she wins. Okay? I do expect her to win because she's a pretty good she's a pretty good wrestler as well. Okay, that's about it for today. Uh, again, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Uh, also, my other podcast, uh, the big topic of women's MMA, as I mentioned. Uh, we're not doing one this week. We're going to do one next week. And we'll do this other podcast. I'll be doing this other podcast as well. So if you have any questions or comments for my uh, either my blog or my podcast, you can leave an anchor's voicemail. If you would like to subscribe to my podcast, uh, you can uh, do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.